Hey there, everybody. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the WANA fam. Our mission is to help shape the future by talking about mental illness, MI, and help reduce negative stigma associated with mental health. If you are having suicidal thoughts or a plan, please stop listening to this podcast because you are more important. You have the option of calling 1-800-273-TALK or texting H-O-M-E, that is HOME, to 741-741. It's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and they provide 24-7 confidential support to people in crisis situations. This podcast is about opening up the conversation, so remember, we want you to stay with us, and you're not alone, because we are no LMO. All right, can you test it? Can you hear me? I'm not sure if I'm hearing you through the mic or not. But I can hear you. you. What? I think you are hearing me through the mic. Yeah, it's a little bit like echoey, so yeah. Echoey, check the game. It doesn't matter. It's just the way it's supposed to sound through the mic. Does it yeah. sound better like this? What Say about it again. Like this? Does it sound better, better, worse, worse? No, just better, the same. Better. There you go. That's fine. There. It doesn't really matter to me. Okay, cool. Can you hear me? Yes. Stop. <laughs> Peter Drinklage, Peter Drinklage, Peter Drinklage. I drink and I know Pinker things, and I drink and I know things, and I drink and I know and things. I know things. <laughs> shing, shing. Peter Drinklage, Peter Drinklage. I think this is good for testing. <laughs> okay. So fucking ridiculous. Hello, everybody. What happy Mother Ishkin Friday, y'all. It's Good Friday, not Mother Ishkin. Oh, it is Good Friday. Yeah. By I the time you don't really pay this, attention to those things. Oh man. I don't. It's like telling oops, Ron Swanson that Ayn Rand is a bad author. Which is true. It's a Parks and Rec Personal reference, so thought not necessarily a condemnation on anybody's authorship. Anyway, anything. welcome to Your No Alamo, the mental health podcast. The best podcast there is. I'm your host, Paige Whalen. Co-host as always, Matthew Hutchins. How y'all doing tonight? What's up? Oh my goodness. I'm so thankful. <laughs> let me let me guess what you're thankful for. Um if you are an avid listener, all three of you. Just kidding. Maybe seven. <laughs> Shout out. There are a couple of people that were like, where the hell was a podcast? Like, we had to take some time. Like, I'm We were really moving and there's a lot of stuff going on. We yeah. just, we honestly just burned ourselves out. We really did. And. And that happens. That raccoon bite was really. I keep bringing it up, but I know. fuck everybody. Like, it was the worst experience. Please make sure you take care of yourself. <laughs> if you see wait. a wild animal, don't necessarily approach it. It's exactly. not going to end well. Well, I didn't approach it. Maybe it, it will. Approached but me. Yeah, if a wild animal runs at you, run. Well, I picked up anyway. <laughs> Long story so. short, just don't get bit if you can't afford it. If you do, go well, to the ER quick. Welcome to another episode of Weird No Alamo, the mental health podcast. We're talking about have you animal here. bites. No, today we are going to be talking about, seriously though. Yeah, we will. Um, We're switching topics. The, no. Denver area closing of schools based on that armed Florida woman. She was 18 um, who threatened violence against schools just days before the 20th anniversary of the Columbine attack. Um, And the superintendent of Jeffco public school system decided to close down all the schools based Mm -hmm. on this threat. So before um, we get into how I feel about it, 
um, I want to read you guys um, a text from my younger sister who actually works for the public school system. And I was pretty scared, but I didn't know that it actually affected her um, school county or however you discuss it. So first off, I'm going to read the text and then we're going to go in and get into the meat of why we're talking about this and associating it with mental health. So here we go. Hi, I just wanted to update you guys in case you saw it on the news a bit later. I'm not at school today and all of the Denver Metro and Foothill schools have been canceled as well. We were also walked out of our buildings one by one yesterday. An 18-year-old Columbine-obsessed young lady is hiding out somewhere in the foothills and the FBI cannot find her, but she bought guns and ammunition after coming to Denver two days ago. They have told us to stay home until she is found due to an an imminent threat at our school system. Sad emoji. It's such a shame, and so many parents are absolutely petrified. My other sister says, wow. And then Ellis responds, yeah, Jeffco schools, closer schools to the foothills, have been the most impacted, and they have canceled schools for the next two days as a precaution and have surrounded the schools with police. Anyway, they have a ton of press conferences, but no one can seem to find her. It's definitely feeling like a different than normal threat. I just wonder what she said that has everyone so terrified. And Christian said, because 420 is the anniversary, probably. And Ella says, yeah, I just hope they find her soon. And then my mom, oh my gosh, I didn't know that's so awful. And I said, that's crazy. And Ellis responded, so they have found her and arrested her at the base of Mount Evans and then my other sister, Christian, says Twitter says she's deceased, and we all like that. Um, but from my perspective, number one, I'm selfishly happy that they did close the school because that decreased um, Ellis's chance of being involved with a possible terror attack against the school. But now, Matthew, I want you to get involved because this is going to be Matthew's moment with your situation. I mean, overall, I am looking at it from my personal perspective, but I want you to bring up the stats because I know that you're very, very knowledgeable on the subject. I wouldn't say necessarily that, but I would, I've read enough about it. You're informed. No, I, yeah, I read enough. I'm not like someone who doesn't stay informed, yeah. unfortunately, sometimes. Uh, that's a judgment. No, not necessarily. I, I just, I'm a news junkie. I know it. So it's just, you know. It's a positive validation. Hey, I love the news. I'm happy about that. I'm like, what music do you listen to? Oh, you know. NPR. Public <laughs> <laughs> 24-7. It's so funny because like, she gets in my car and she's like. What's number one? Is it 101? Uh, nope. It's NPR. What's number two? NPR. <laughs> <laughs> NPR and NBR, yeah, national broadcast for you. Pretty much, I mean, like you know, whatever. Let's get into it. <laughs> so, like, I'm a, I'm actually, um, I've been personally experienced with school violence myself. You've experienced, yeah, yourself. not myself personally. Um, I mean, I was a victim of bomb threats growing up, but like that was different in the '90s. Like, it was very different. Like, I remember in Green Bay a few times my last year there. Having days like, you know, we're locked in our rooms because, like, the bomb squad was called in or shit like that. But there was always somebody, like, we never worried about it. It was never, like, we were scared. It was always, like, somebody called in the bomb threat because they didn't want to come to school today. 
like that is that's my thing about the whole situation yeah i think that you know um jeffco public schools kind of jumped the gun a little bit oh, I by disagree. closing i know well you can disagree with whatever next let me just finish my thought please that they are so impressive at this time and with like the parkland shootings and if you watch the news these interviews and netflix on vice and all they wanted to do was go back to school and just be with their friends and be normal again so the fact that um, they basically imposed a snow day, which snow day, I mean, like I'm just putting it out there. No, I feel like they are so influential that they're like, Oh, maybe this is a big deal. And I think saying it out loud just now makes it like sound not as They bad, did the right thing. There was, did, there was something they that they I did. Absolutely. They did because in, for the rest of our well, lives. no, because the thing is in this situation where should we live? I mean, I think in 2018, if my, my numbers are correct, there was about 82 school shootings in 2018. That's almost one per school day. I mean, there's like 200, 180 the days. United States or around the world? I think these stats are the United States. Where are those coming from? Um, in 2018, this is CampusSafetyMagazine.com. So mm-hmm. they're saying that there was 82 school shooting incidents in the United States in 2018. So that's like... Well, a, I don't know. They're... Like no, I can't go through all the data analysis in the world, but you know, it, we've been shown to have tons and tons of school violence. Okay. I mean, just use it then. Yeah. I'll, I'll hey, even if it's less than that, five a year is too many. And listeners, if you have actual factoids, please email email them. No, like, it's so all you say is there's been there's been a lot. In 2018 was one of the worst years, um, from what I understand. And so, my whole thing is this, like. The schools having a good threat, calling everyone home from school. This isn't going to hurt anybody. You know, you'd rather be safe than sorry in these situations, right? When, you know, everyone shows up and say they do show up at the wrong school. They didn't have the right protection. They get by. Like, let's say one life was saved. It's worth everyone staying home for one day. So in that situation, this wasn't just one day. It doesn't matter if it was two days or not. Like, I can't remember exactly how long it was. And they got walked out like on Wednesday and then Thursday. They didn't have school. But this still, I think it's a good situation. Like they at least were preactive or proactive, not reactive. And that's the difference. And especially when we're dealing with this threat so often now. Yeah. And it's been going on for a long time. It's all not just in the, this country. We do have, we do see one third of all school shootings, I think it is, in the world. So the population well, me, that's like one-tenth of the world. Cut in real quick with this. Um, so apparently this woman, mm-hmm. um, 18-year-old woman in Colorado, she was obsessed with Columbine. And I remember the Columbine High School massacre. Yeah, I was a freshman in college. In 1999, right? April yep. 20th, which is 420. And also Hitler's and- birthday. <laughs> Yeah, and that's why my sister in the text messages in the earlier part of the episode, um, you know, maybe she was just trying to do a copycat effect situation. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she this, was obsessed with it, so it made sense mm-hmm. in this situation. And while we're talking about this, I mean, this connects to MI so much because... But does at it? Colum- it does. At Columbine, um, you know, one of the deadliest shootings... At a high school in United States history, um, while it inspired several copycats, 
um, you know, the perpetrators, you know, killed themselves. They completed suicide. They did? Yeah. And I just think, you know, no matter what, if that was their only way out that they saw, that's still sad. No, absolutely. I mean, like, the whole act is sad. And I'm not saying, like, it doesn't matter. Like, we all have that no. opinion. Like, oh, they deserved it. They should have done that anyway because they took so many others' lives. And that's where I get kind of confused morally. Because what do you do? Like, she did the same thing. Right? Or did they shoot her? No, no she completed suicide, um, if I remember reading correctly. Um, but the, the thing is, I think that, like, differentiating that from MI is also, for the most part, they might have. We don't know. We don't know. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, assuming isn't okay. Yeah. I mean... There's also people who, you know, there's that violent streak of you get bullied your whole life. You take your action. There probably, there is MI associated with a lot of these things. Like the guy who in Colorado who shut up the movie theater, like he was schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. So you, that's what I'm talking about. There's you, some you can't sort of discount situation. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but, but to say that that's MI, I, I don't like that. So to say that that's it's maybe somebody. Schizophrenic. Yeah, no, but like that's not the necessarily the face of MI. Okay, well maybe that's I think that is may, like, if and you maybe that is also the page. Wait, 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 listen. Hey. I think that that's also a, a very bad stepping off point for um, talking about MI because if all we do is associate with suicidal mass murderers, that's that's not the place we want to think that everybody like myself who has MI. So I think yes, agreeing that they could have dealt with MI. Yeah, I agree with that. But that's that's the face of MI that we don't want everyone to associate with people like myself who do have it, but live a normal, productive life and would never do something like that. And so jumping straight to they're just mentally ill, I think is wrong because that pigeonholes us all. And that's not okay. Because we're in, like, even if it's MI, I know hundreds and hundreds of people with men- MI really who would never idea. do something like that. So no, I don't like the comparison and like people I draw it all the time. And yeah. like, you know what? That means, Hey Paige, you have MI, you're going to kill everybody. Exactly. You're right. And that's basically why we call it MI instead of mental illness. Cause that, you know, no, so it, associates you that you're never going to. Be well, no, even if you do have mental illness, MI, MI okay. Hey, you have diabetes. You'll never get rid of it. It's there for the rest of your life. You have to live with it. Yeah. And so no matter what we call it, it doesn't mean that everybody with X, Y, or Z is going to do X, Y, or Z. You know? Mm-hmm. And for all of us, like, I had a friend today celebrating 13 years of sobriety. Talk, Congratulations. You know? Honestly, that's such a big accomplishment. Yeah. Let's get a... Yay. And the thing is that you have to remember, it's like she even mentioned earlier, she was like, you know, one thing she said in the post online was... You know, I used to, for a long time, judge myself by what I did. But I'm not that person. I have these skills. I'm this person. I'm full of love and light. And if we judge ourselves... I'm usually by, the hippie. Yep. But, that was so sweet. Yep. And... Gosh, I love and light. Spread it out. Mm-hmm. Like, but we're not necessarily what we were. We are what we want to be and what we become. And that's the thing. So... I don't like the association with these type of things necessarily strictly with MI because honestly, a lot of the mass shootings that happen in this country are domestic related. Mm-hmm. And so we're, are other reasons related? There might be other things associated with it and there probably are, but that's beside the point, you know, 
the fact that like kids have to go to school today and worry about someone pulling a gun and shooting up the school. Well, good segue into how do the kids know that, Matthew? Through the media, right? And so we've been looking at Denver Post comments and you were looking at them and just being like, I can't believe some of these things. And so I would like to read one of them. Yeah, please do. Some of these are so much fun. Okay. So it's just so untrue. Okay. So the article by the Denver Post is called Colorado Schools Need to Prepare for a New Type of Threat, Jeff Coe's superintendent says. There's a school closed in Denver area and across Front Range due to threat. So one of the first comments says, I'm still waiting for some report of exactly what this credible threat consists of because so far all I see is the case of overreaction by the FBI followed through by more overreaction by the media and the school districts. That's so, so funny. And you know what? In our hyperbolic society that we live in today where so many people don't trust the news or what the government or anybody tells them. That's why I think they didn't they did nothing wrong. The this no one did it. Like the government didn't nothing the only person wrong. who did anything wrong was the person who threat or nader. Yep. The person who ended up what happened, whatever reason, there's no people worried about her that they let people know what was going on. And that's the only reason why this happened. And so to sit there and be like, it was the news, this and that. No, actually, they saved. They could have been saving lives. Yes, this per, this like person people. sadly did take their own life, which is a horrible loss no matter what, because they probably needed some help in some way, shape, or form. But at the end of the day, the kids stayed home from school. Big deal. Like it didn't hurt its soul. Literally, I mean, the kids all were safe. Which. I mean, and this person did go and buy a gun and stuff in Colorado the day before. I know. And it's just like, just makes me think of Adam ruins everything where it's like the um, perception of protection. I agree. Like the TSA. That doesn't mean condoms. Those are really protective. Please use that. Practice safe sex. What she's trying, trying to say to is, a, the, yeah, no, she's not good at that. So no, like it's, it's true. There is the perfection, the, the perception of safety, and that is very true, true and real. But in this situation, no harm was done. No one was harmed by staying home a day from school. Physically, physically, no one was harmed. No. All I am thinking about this is my counter argument: is is it more? traumatic having to think about it every day like is school going to be closed based on a tornado or a bomb threat because I remember one time like we had a bomb threat at the school I used to swim at because they had their only pool and you know from that day forward we couldn't have locks on our lockers you know so like to be reminded every day as a 13 14 15 you're all a teenager. You already are, though. So, I sorry know, to interrupt so you. So, is, like, so my, my question is this: What's the difference? There's a mass. There's a huge difference because there could, there will be some people who will have some trauma from this, and that's unfortunate, right? But think of the mass trauma. But think of the mass trauma. If something bad would have actually have happened. The trauma of a Parkland, when somebody had a threat notice and they didn't do anything. I know. So I think I think in this situation, 
it's a hard thing. Like, it and is. You're bringing me, you're bringing me down a little bit. You're bringing me back down to reality because I literally am still just thinking about my family. I know. And I mean, I've had family somewhat involved, so I get it. But the thing is, we have to think about like in situations like this, is it better to be safe than sorry? Right? Like you just talk about safe sex, right? Better be safe than sorry. Yeah, but it's all dynamic. No, but it's the same concept. So, in some situations, when you do have a viable threat, you're going to do something. If somebody has a viable death threat in their lives, and you tell the cops, they're going to do the same stuff. Yeah, and all of these shootings have just been, like, huge Asian... And it's also the 20-year anniversary of Columbine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, this is also a little different, too. I mean, like, you talk about the 20th anniversary of Columbine coming up on Saturday. You had a credible threat. No, you know what you do? You, You play safe. Like, in my personal opinion, and you can disagree, and a lot of times I would say, a lot of things don't keep you safe. If someone wants to do something, they're going to do it. But if there's nobody there to do it to... You're alone. Ouch. And so, I mean, like, you, like, the TSA, all that stuff, I agree. Like, you can watch tons of stuff. So none of that keeps you safe. You really can't stop somebody who wants to do something. Okay, well, biggest but, takeaway before we do um, Mastery and Self-Soothe... I, is that what in motion do you think this is like bubbling up for people in this I, moment? Memories of the countless things I've seen and heard but about. What in motion? It could be, it's so different for everybody. That's like, from, I, know, I turn analytical. So that's me. Okay, a lot of well, other I'm people gonna... are going to go into either fear mode or flight mode, or go. they're going to go into like, there's told, like, it can run the whole gamut. Because it's all so centralized to each person. So I, I don't so want to say fear. It could be. Depends and, on the individual. Okay, real quick. So I say um, crisis. Yeah. Like I feel emotionally in crisis. Like yeah. Post-traumatic stress. So what have we learned is that we're going to use our emotions for um, a catalyst for change. So I think in this situation, it forced... Um, small county police state, everybody had to come together and cooperate. And I think it's a huge deal when different municipalities come together as an aggregate group in order to protect the citizens of that area. So I'm going to have that big takeaway. Yeah. And unfortunately I have to say this for Colorado, they've had to deal with um, a lot of these incidences and so their responses, instances, instances, no, they haven't. Long story short is they've had to deal with, you know, that they had the obviously Columbine, but they also after that had um, the movie theater shooting. So they've had to deal with quite major responses to very serious situations that were first among themselves in the scope. And we're trying to keep the scope in this episode about school shootings. And I think we've well, no, but, that. but, but that's why they were able to respond so well. And I think it was fantastic. Yeah. They did what they did. Definitely. And then that makes me happy that no one was hurt. Like no yeah. one outside of that unfortunate incident. Um, but no children were hurt. Like nothing happened in a school. And I'll take that to, to learn a little more about ourselves, right? Always mastery, self soothe, rock, paper, scissors, who goes first, <laughs> rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh. I win. Paige goes first. I should never do scissors. Always do rock, baby. Oh, such a man thing of you. Okay, mastery. 
I am going to try to decorate the apartment. I don't know why you're whispering to yourself. <laughs> Maybe you should go to therapy for that. I probably should. Anyway, uh, because I've been so sick, um, being on antibiotics and this crazy pink medicine that they give you when you have rabies. <laughs> um, I'm finally going to try to decorate the house and make it look like a home. Because we have concrete floors and you got to put some more somewhere. And my self-soothe is give Matthew attention. Oh, you're, you're worthless. Yeah. Worthless. You're at a loss for words. That is so sweet. You're Nothing welcome. to say. I'll give you quality time. We need quality time. <laughs> High five. Oh, that was a good one. That All was. Right. Yes, All right, so mine is obviously not as sweet as yours. Um, obviously. Obviously. You know, it's me. Armadona. <laughs> so um, my mastery this week is going to be um, getting back into it. I took another week or so. Like, yeah. So I'm just going to make sure I take care of myself more. I'm looking forward to that. Um, and my self-soothe. It's going to be utilizing some of those bath bombs that we have. From Lush. Yeah, from Lush. That a great friend of ours, Ashley, um, gave us. And I'm like, we have a huge bath. I'm like, I got to use them. And so my, my goal is this weekend is to chill in there with a nice book and just relax for an hour or two. Oh, my gosh. Yep. That sounds bomb. Maybe I'll do one with the bath bomb bomb. Don't say bomb. Bath something or other. Anyway, please rate, review, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, especially on iTunes. Your comments matter. Next week, we will read more of your five-star comments. Please and and thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. As always, we'll talk to you next week. And remember, you're not alone because we we are are no Alamo. Alamo. Ciao for now, you guys. Cheers, y'all. Just a man.